You can start off like that, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Alright, what's up guys? Back at it again. Uh, Performance Academy, episode 9? Nine, I think. Eight and a half, nine, somewhere around there. Somewhere, I'm pretty sure it's nine. Nine. Yeah. Um, nine. Yeah. <laughs> nine. Uh, with co-host Zach Rowe and... And me. I'm Josh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and me. Um, yeah, we're back at it again. So, um, this episode, we were supposed to do with our boy Jaden, but um, he had some last minute things but come up. Like, fuck you. I'm <laughs> just, just talk shit down before he comes on. I hope to get he'll, you here on episode 10. Yeah, he'll, he'll be here eventually. <laughs> Uh, he had, you know, just work, busy, um, during the pandy, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, so it's understandable, so it's just me and Josh this time, and that's cool. Um, we were trying to do it this weekend, you went to Mammoth. I did go to I, Mammoth. Uh, unannounced to me. I was planning to do the podcast with Jaden then, and then I texted you, and you're like, ooh, it's gonna be in Mammoth. Uh, yeah. I had to break it to you. So I was like, shit, yeah. alright. It was super um, not last minute, so... Yes, give me all the notice. <laughs> yeah. we, we do this every two weeks. Yeah. Um, could have definitely let me know, but it's all right. Um, yeah. You already told me, but how did Mammoth go? It was fun. It was a good time. Uh, I, t- I took last last season off snowboarding, so I just kind of get back into it. All my friends are pretty good, though, so I uh, kind of had to push myself a little bit. and got kind of got broke. I didn't break, but I got broke tech, you know, a little bit on Sunday. Got beat up. Got beat up, yeah. So I'm still recovering from that. Um, so I'm not actually doing anything physical this week except jujitsu. I didn't even roll on Monday, and I maybe shouldn't have today, but I'm a little bit of yeah. a meathead, you know. Still, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. I'm gonna be going more this winter quite a bit. You guys normally go to Mammoth, or no? I don't. Th- no, not, not. It's just so damn far. Yeah, it is. Um, thank you. You guys drive? Yeah, we drove. I mean, I slept. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's nice. Um, but yeah, I'm probably going more. I just and I ordered some stuff. Actually, I ordered some like. Uh, some low-profile knee pads put on my shorts and some uh, mm. fall or impact shorts that one of my buddies had too up there just to help with falls, especially if like I'm going to be like, putting a lot of stress on my body with jujitsu since I'm going to be training that a lot more. It's still resistance training whatnot. I don't need any more problems with my fall. Yeah, you don't want to fuck up your joints, yeah. your knees and your yeah. hips and ankle and whatnot. Yeah, so hopefully when I fall, I land on that because I land it on my stomach. Well, how do, what, what do the impact shorts do? What are they? They're just like sliders, you know, they're, they're like, yeah, oh, sure. Right? Yeah, like they for baseball? Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Soccer? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then they just have like inserts with like padding on them. Oh, okay. So it just looks like it's padded around it. So. Padding in them. And that will help too because I don't know if you've ever fallen, you've fallen snowboarding before. Yeah, yeah. You know when you fall on your ass and you, feel oh, like yeah. you rip it open? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully yeah. that will kind of help stop that a little bit. Yeah. Well, I haven't fallen on my ass. Yeah, I probably will though soon. But I fell on my stomach on a pipe, so. I don't know if they have anything to stop that, but <laughs> yeah, no, really. you have to wear like an umpire like chest yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should start putting uh, some more uh, core exercise. You know, yeah, brace that fall a little bit better. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, yeah. but I texted you if you guys go to Big Bear and that extra spot. I, I haven't. I didn't. I don't think I went snowboarding once last season either. No, yeah, I'll def- and, we'll definitely go a lot. So I'll let you know. And yeah, dude, I want to. I want to go. But the only thing is, I think sure. the prices are even more this year. Someone was saying that it's up to like a hundred or something at Big Bear, maybe. Fuck, for like a for, for like, like a, a day. I mean, this is all lift ticket. Yeah, this is all like I've heard through the grapevine. So it might not be that bad right now, but it was like seventy five when I went two years ago. Mm. And I think they got bought out recently, so the price might be on that. But mm. yeah, bummer. But I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's worth it. Snowboarding so much fun. Yeah, it is. It is. All right, All right, so I digress from that. What, what's going on? Yeah, so um, that's it there. Yeah, we're going to get our boy Jaden on soon. Um, yeah, Jaden's a uh, – we, we met him through through school, actually. Mm-hmm. We all had – we were all in the same group together in K-12. 
Kin 301, Exercise Fizz. Mm-hmm. Good old days. Yep. And then, you know, we had a lot of same classes together. We stayed in touch. Jane's a cool guy. I like him. We'll have him on soon and talk to him about fitness-related stuff. He's got some cool stuff going on. Uh, but I'll save that for a later date. Um, all right, I guess we'll talk about our fitness stuff as we do. You can start it off. Um, hold on, me, I'll have you start off while I grab my notebook so I can just see Ooh. what is logged in. Check, check the notes. All right, yeah. so I'll, I'll go first then. Um, nothing, nothing really too drastic has changed for me. Um, just doing similar kind of stuff, cycling once a week, playing a lot of golf. I've been playing consistently like at least one time a week. For a couple months now, which reminds me, why do you why do you keep ducking me on the golf game, bro? What do you mean you haven't invited me lately? I tried to play with you multiple times, like a couple months ago. That was you know? months ago, and then yeah, I tried. Did I, did I tell you I went to the range like a month ago, or did you get did you go a month ago? What do you mean? I've been going consistent for like a oh, couple months. Know. Shoot me a text, damn, damn. No, but like we went, you, me, and Frank, we went to the range. That was before, like even we went to went to Vegas. And you were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go. Pl- I'm gonna go play with my friends." And I was like, "All well, right, I didn't I'll talk about my friends." <laughs> okay, well that's. Although it. I think I don't know if it was that time. The last time I went to the range, though, like I did make like a like a, I noticed a difference when I did something with my swing. I was like, "Oh, that's what I've been messing up on." You know, I'm so inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah, like there was something where like I changed one thing. I was like, "Oh, that's what like the inconsistency was." Mm. And then I forgot like the rest of my swings to finish the session were good. So I feel like if I get one more good, I mean, we can go play whenever. But, like I feel like well. You- <laughs> I, you said that, but then I asked you, you were like, no, I got to do the range more. I got to go to the range more. Well, you, kept, you kept saying that multiple times. All right, just don't take me out with no fucking uh, tour guys, all right? Oh, you think I'm playing with tour guys? Jesus Christ. Um, I'm gay, though. Let's go. All right, let's do it. Uh, yeah, because I've been playing golf like a motherfucker. Um, it's fun. It's just kind of like, you know, active recovery, obviously. It's not mm-hmm. very hard on your body. I, you know, I try and play every Sunday. Um, then I'll try and hit, like, go, like, nine nine holes or like just hit the range um some other time you know not every week but maybe every other week for that you know and i like doing that and then i've just been really focusing on my um my olympic lifts and my uh gymnastics type stuff because i'm still considering that crossfit stuff we were talking before um josh is gonna be entering a judicial competition i'll probably talk about that in a second which is real cool I'm thinking. I've been thinking about my next kind of thing I want to do because I did the triathlon a little while ago. Trying to find the next thing to move towards. I really wanted to do a road race because I got my new bike and I've just been really enjoying that. But no good road races are going on just because I, I believe just because Corona, which is unfortunate. But um, yeah, same old, same old. And really been working on my handstands. It was really interesting. I don't know if you saw Ryan's post, um, but he's been he's been working on his handstands too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was doing it up against the wall, and I actually commented on his thing. I was like, oh, I'm, I've been trying to do these too. And he was like, oh, yeah, they're a lot harder than they look. And I was like, yeah, dude. Because I thought I would be able to get it in like a couple of weeks. And now I'm like probably more like a couple, two or three months <laughs> process. Um, so, yeah, that you know, the fitness, like my own personal, I've just kind of been taking a back seat, really trying to focus more on business-related stuff. And, um, yeah, that's, I think that's about it on that. Yeah, go for it. Well, I don't know if I told you about how, like, what the changes I made to my own lifting schedule, but I started dialing that in a lot more. And then today, like I said, I kind of set up my next week workouts, whatnot. So I'm going to have, like, a total of, like, nine workouts. And, like, I don't really have any, like, super dedicated rest days, per se. 
because um, like even when I work, like I'm still kind of active, you know. Sure. So I think like so that. So basically, I'm gonna have uh, on Sunday. I'm just gonna have a strength training session because I need to spread up my volume. So Sunday, I'm not gonna waste a day not doing anything. I'm just gonna do that. And then Monday, I'll have jujitsu in the morning and then a swim, and then working actively Tuesdays, not doing any type of working out, whatnot. Um, and then Monday's kind of the same thing as, uh, or Wednesday's the same thing as Monday, jujitsu early in the morning and a swim. And then the next day I have work doing my active job all day. And then I'm going to start hitting a uh, jujitsu class that night. And then jujitsu the next morning on Friday, followed by calisthenics on that Friday as well, like I was doing beforehand. And then another additional class of jujitsu on uh, Saturday. So that's nine total workouts and 11 things being active if you add in my two work days. So I'm just going to focus lot. on, yeah, it's a lot. So I'm really going to focus on eating for sure recovery hopefully like uh, yeah recovery is gonna be the name of the game for sure um and then also just i dialed in my uh my lifting routine a little bit more too because i told you like i dropped the squat right mm, you were no, yeah you were considering okay you, we well, were kind of contemplating and talking yeah, about that last week yeah i've dropped the squat and right now i'm doing the bulgarian split squat with a dowel and like like straps to hold the weight and like like you get me what do you, what do you mean like you know like the like the grips what, what are they called just the, the uh those uh, green ones, those uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But dowel. Yeah, like a uh, dowel for balance, stability. Oh, word, word, yeah. word, word. So and holding the dowel in one yeah, hand and then the weight, weight in the other hand. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha. like I think I like I've seen Coach Eugene Taylor's been doing that. I think that's where I got the idea from. But I was doing them and like man, like the mind muscle connection, like the pump, like is all super good. Yeah. And it feels like a really solid exercise because you can really <laughs> load it pretty heavy. But like I'm not even lying, like that. I get such a good mind muscle connection with like the glutes and quads. Like I'm mm -hmm. starting programming it for like clients and whatnot like a little bit more often because like that setup like you can load it pretty well i'm really yeah. liking that um so that dial is just to reduce the balance requirements yeah, yeah exactly um and I'm, I'm feeling fresh too because i'm not you know taxing my my uh core anymore than i need to especially when i go to like five days of jiu-jitsu whatnot yeah um but i'm also like with some other stuff i'm getting a little bit more like uh i'm reducing some of like the intensity and whatnot and just trying to dial it in a little bit more and get more specific more specific towards like the push-ups and pull-ups that I need to do like for later on down the line, you know, necessarily. Yeah. So like, for example, for like on my bench press, um, like I say like 165 is just my body weight generally. Like I want 10 reps at that. And my first set I'm doing like, I'm dropping uh 10% of that load. So I'm doing like a 90% of my 10 rep, let's say max right now. And I'm counting that as like my first set. And it's also kind of a warm up set. So that way I'm only really pushing myself really hard on that second set. And then my third set of chest on that day is actually push-ups till technical failure. Mm. And then so I'm kind of doing that that also with like stuff like the uh, like the RDLs, except I'm not I'm doing three sets, except the first set's like a 10% drop as well from the other two working sets. Mm -hmm. And then um, something with like when I go to do my seal rows on that first day as well, I do like this two sets of seal rows, and then my third set's actually pull-ups to technical failure, just so I can get more practice with the specific things that I need to do. Interesting. And uh, dropping like kind of like the intensity on it as well. And then kind of like the same type of idea on my second day. Um, I'm only really doing that with some exercises, you know, like the like the, uh, the vertical pushes and vertical pulls and the horizontal pushes and pulls for the most part. Um, where I also like on my uh, supinated rows, I also do like the drop 10% on the first set. Second set's normal, like working weight. And then like say the third set on my uh, supinated rows day is actually chin-ups to technical failure. And then uh, that's just kind of, that's kind of like the the technical like ultra specific changes that I've kind of made to my routine yeah and then also doing like more uh on my, that third day like I said push-ups and pull-ups and then I added in some uh I think I added in some supermans as well and I do a little bit of arms just for like maintenance and 
my own ego. I don't know on that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that, just throw it in. Yeah, and then I'm just gonna on my own try to like stretch a little bit more. But I think like that's a pretty thorough plan of attack for what yeah. I'm trying to do. Yeah, it's like it, it is pretty like dialed in when I'm doing stuff like that. But like I, I think it's a good idea for what I'm doing, especially mm-hmm. since I'm I'm not training for aesthetics. I'm not training for strength per se right now. I'm training for I hate to use the word, but functionality and performance. You know. Yeah, just performance. And I have that threshold of strength I need for performance. So I and, use, and the performance is for I alluded to it, but for the, goal, the goal is jiu-jitsu, the jujitsu tournament for sure. And then when you say January ninth, uh, yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. So I think I've, now this plan. It's pretty good. The only problem is, like I was talking about earlier, snowboarding. Uh, when that, when I go do that, I'll kind of throw a wrench in the overalls week. But also, I'm really banking on not getting hurt because this week, like I said, I'm already not <laughs> training, and uh, getting hurt definitely uh, limits the uh, what you can do. So, 100. percent Yeah, that's the only thing I'm like I'm a little nervous about. So, like I said, I'm getting like the protective equipment that I can for, for yeah. you know. But that's Helps that's the plan of attack that I'm embarking upon. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I, I think just the recovery is going to be the most important part with that. That's what I seem to be having is my limiting factor, uh, is recovery, and then also just teaching these classes um, two times a week. Because I teach on Tuesdays, I teach four times a week, and then Friday I teach five. And you don't think about it, but like my whoop strap is really this getting this whoop strap has just been like one of the best things for me personally in my training. Because you don't realize how much strain you put on your body. Yeah. Uh, just going and doing your work. Like, unless you're, like, just a desk job sitting there, do, like, p- punching buttons. Like, if you're moving around any kind of bit, you're putting a lot of cardiovascular strain in your body. And, um, you know, that's just one thing I'd recommend just, you know, keep an eye on is, like, you know, you do pretty, like, manual labor type of, you know, uh, stuff. It depends on the day. You yeah, know? It's, it, but yeah, it's, I'm, you know, I'm generally moving all the time. Sometimes, like I was using, I was moving bricks for like six hours last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is like you don't, you don't think about it as a workout, but like that's it's pretty challenging. You know, you're putting good. a lot, putting a lot of strain on your your CNS. My rectors were firing. Rectors are firing. That's. <laughs> 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 I was on high reps, <laughs> so I was burning it out. Only Kinesis major would say that. Yeah. Rectors are firing. Yeah. Um, but that's why I asked you about like that CBD. It's because I want to get all like like that's not a huge factor, but like that'll definitely help with recovery. Yeah, with inflammation. Know? Yeah, and I def- um, I also ordered a replacement charger for my ther- my uh, what's uh, my hypervolt because I lost that, so that's been op- inoperable. <laughs> so I'm just trying to get you lost the battery. Yeah, no, I lost the charger. Oh, charger. So I'm trying to get all like the pieces in place just to like optimize recovery because like yeah. that's what's gonna be most important is uh in with this routine. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I, I gotta work more on recovery cause I'm just terrible at going to bed on time and just the problem is with fitness is like it starts early. So a lot of my classes are early as shit. A lot of my clients are early as shit and I have a bad habit of not going to bed on time. And, um, there's two things something? I want to say. One was up about my recovery and then I want to get back to what, something about you, you, but was like, uh, that's one thing that's been good for me lately since I've gotten on this like this pretty consistent track of like jujitsu Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then when I work on Tuesday, Thursday, is because when I do jujitsu, I'm waking up at like five thirty, five twenty-five, or something like that. When I wake up for work, I'm waking up at like six fifteen. So I'm, I'm kind of like been getting used to like like my circadian rhythms get like pretty on point for the yeah. most part now. But the only thing is like the weekends throw it off, and I'm also getting tired early on the weekends. You know, yeah. like like yeah. generally like going out and not, but I haven't gone out too much lately. Yeah, but like yeah. I've been I've been getting it more dialed in, so it's not like. 
super inconsistent like it was like the rest of quarantine where like on a Tuesday I might randomly be up to who knows when or playing video games yeah. all night yeah. and then this night try to then the next Thursday try to wake up early for work if I wanted to like Monday through Friday have been consistent for me for a while now and like I'm that part's starting to feel good you know mm-hmm. so that's kind of like what you were mentioning too yeah. but, but because you would run like some like 3am classes or something like that like that's 4am yeah, like, I have to get up at 2.30 yeah and so, that just I, I need to stop that yeah um, I mean if you did it every day not that that'd be fun but like that'd be better because, it would almost be better because yeah. your body would just adapt but then like you know you wouldn't want to um, you know most days of the week I have clients at like 7 so I get up around um, what time do I get up like 5.30 5.45 uh, and that's not too bad but then yeah and then I, I have to get a butt crack early on Fridays and then I just want to let my body rest and recover on the weekends and I you know I sleep in and then that's almost worse because then it's just you're not doing that the rest of the week yeah it's just you're the sleep there's just no sleep hygiene lack of consistency yeah, it's highly and that's and that's what my whoop because it gives you tips you know and that's what it just is constantly telling me and I mean this month the 25th I think I have like two or three green recoveries which is just atrociously bad let me check. Um, what show me? What do you think if like I got that and I didn't wear it during jujitsu? Do you think I would still get like accurate recovery, recovery and whatnot? Or no? Um, I don't really know because yeah. you can manually put it in, but might be a chore. But you know what? Um, I can't remember if I brought this up to you, but there's a, an arm strap one. Have I talked to you about that? Mm, you might mention it. Joe Rogan, um, because he's a big believer in whoop. And I, I saw him, he was doing some kind of like boxing workout and, you know, it's kind of hard to wear a strap when you have boxing mitts on. Um, so there's an arm strap thing that goes around your bicep and it looks very cushioned and like, it's not like this one where there's a piece of metal and if you like swing your arm around, you hit someone and, you know, cut them or whatever. Um, so you might want to look into that. Yeah. Cause I'm just thinking about for someone else for their sake if I was doing jujitsu, you know? Yeah. But the whoop, I mean... I just personally, I think it is uh, very, very good. Because the other thing I was going to say though is because you're not technically per se working out during your, when you're teaching, but like so like that would almost yeah, be considered like though increasing like your was it your knee by like a considerable amount because like it's not you're not yeah. you're not exercise doing your exercise routine, but you're definitely moving a lot working. Yeah. What does need even? I, I just say it's like non-exercise energy expansion, but like what is I it, think what that's is it? I think that's what it, I think that's the acronym. I think that's non-exercise. But what is the A? Is it T? Is it N E E T? I thought it was N E A T. I don't know. You're close enough. But it, um, it, it's, it's essentially it's non- just like exercise. non structured, um, non structured activity. The calorie burn from that. From that. Yeah. So like if you did a blue collar job, then you might have a much higher. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Caloric burn uh, throughout the day. Yeah. Like a, like a stereotypical kind of one is like a um, construction. Construction. Yeah. You know. And obviously. Uh, it's kind of like what we were talking about with you earlier, is you're not sitting on a sitting at a desk. You're moving around a lot. You're gonna have a much higher calorie expenditure. Um, so you have to take that into consideration. If two those two type of people, a like desk worker and then a um, construction worker, both had a workout routine, you'd have to consider that in um, your thing. But yeah, oh, here we go. Yeah, I've had literally three green recoveries in the last month, and it is the 25th today. Um, and a green recovery is sixty six percent or higher, so it's just like not good, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think I just I need to stop doing that job, and I'll get into that more in a second. But also, I think what to help with that is uh, with the recovery is 
have you seen those little dot things that people put on the muscles and it's like um, electric stimulus? Mm -hmm. And um, there's a few different kinds, but I like the Mac Pro, I think is what it's called. Ma Macro Pro. So or I got Mac Pro. <laughs> no, not that one. Uh, or Mark, Mark Pro or something like that. I can't remember. Um, but I saw those and seems like a lot of like high level athletes use that type like that or like those boots those compression mm -hmm. kind of things and um i was like I, I just i know i need to improve my recovery in some way and i'm I, I do my best with the with the sleep but i need to figure out different tools to help with that so i'm considering uh getting one of those um possibly for christmas or maybe i'll just buy it myself yeah. but um yeah it's just like when you well you can't you can't put in as much work when you don't recover as well. Yeah. And I just, I like working out. It just helps me. And, um, you know, I don't have a particular goal I'm working towards, so it's not as big of a deal. But if you're really trying to optimize, you know, I think that's important. Yeah. A second, like something I was going to ask you um, concerning like my long-term goal, you know, like with, whatnot with the Navy per se, like obviously I have the swims in here and whatnot. And like, I still, like those workouts are still probably pretty good, you know, for that as well. Um, it's good for the tests as well that I would need to do. But um, as far as like the run per se, like I was thinking like I'm still technically, I would think like getting a decent amount of work in for like that same bioenergy system that I'm going to use. Cause like the run is like a one and a half mile run, which like, I need to get down to around nine thirty. And I was thinking like jujitsu is kind of training like in that range. Like it's not like optimal per se, uh, but like I'm like, I'm not getting like the same like load and like stimulus on the joints that I'll need to. So I'll need to work up to that. But I was thinking as far as like the bioenergy system, like bioenergetics, like that would still be like somewhat training. Uh, sort of, you know, because it's circuit type of training where, uh, like, what energy I mean, system do you think you're primarily using at like a night, like a, a run that lasts nine minutes and thirty seconds? Because it's not well, like it's not would, aerobics. Like that's that's not too high of an intensity. That would that would be like your fast glycolytic, slow glycolytic kind of. Yeah, I was just, like I knew it was in between there, but I was just saying like which one would it be like. Uh, I mean, I think that's. I mean, both, dif right? different. Yeah, yeah, yeah you. Yeah, I mean, you're always using all of your yeah, energy yeah. systems, right? Um, which one's more so? I couldn't really tell you. But well, also, it I definitely think, would be with the slower, the fast, glycolytic energy system. Yeah, that, that would be the primary, of, like, yeah. one being used. And I think, I think a lot of that has to do on, like, your genetics. I think a lot of people are more predisposed to, like, fast-switch muscle fibers, low-switch muscle or slow-switch muscle fibers, and, like, which energy systems are going to produce the most uh, energy for you. Um, I think it's going to change um, based upon your genetic makeup slightly. So I, I don't know. You'd have to probably do like um, – I don't even know what kind of test you would do to do that to see. Yeah. I'm banking on – because like I feel like I'm – I could almost say just complete confidence. Like I'm ge genetically predisposed towards like slow twitch, then, um, slow twitch uh, and uh, – hybrid fibers as well slow twitch hybrid fibers as well. yeah like that i'm generally like I, that's what i'm good at i play soccer my whole life like that's what i've spent my life um you know, yeah whatnot. so like i feel like i can pretty quickly get on track with like the run whatnot that i would need to do yeah that's the only thing i'm yeah. really leaving out of like this training you know yeah so um i was gonna ask does a vo2 max test because you can you can check your chat you can, there's a way to check the oxidation of like carbs versus fat through your breath right yeah that, like that when you have a mask how right? do you is that through the vo2 max test 
can they do that? I think, or am I conflating that with something I else? I mean, it's definitely like the same, like, uh, what's the cart? It's called the cart, right? Like the yeah. metabolic cart. Yeah. Like, it's the same equipment, but, like, is it, like, the same test? Is it? Because I know that for sure, obviously, test your O2 versus CO2 exchange, you know? But I don't know if it also tests the the oxidation of carbohydrates. Yeah. I'm not... See, that's the part I that I, it's, like, I think it's super interesting, you know, like, now, you know, like, yeah. I'm, like whenever I do like get back into fitness, like that's what I'm interested in, is, like sport performance and like bioenergetics. Like I think that that's where you get the, you really get down to like it, the nitty gritty that I like, you know. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that stuff too. Although right we do now. we do we do both like Mike is telling like the whole aesthetics, like bodybuilding. Like, it's fun, you know. But like as far as like practicality and like really like applying something, like that's where like I really like want to know more and like study yeah. more per se. And, uh, yeah, hundred percent. And what I've noticed with myself is I don't really like the sport of bodybuilding and like doing that type of stuff personally. I like being more athletic because I, I yeah. grew up playing sports and um, we've talked about it before when I was like super deep in the hypertrophy, I had zero cardio yeah, and I just didn't feel very athletic and I just like, I liked the way I looked but didn't like the way I felt yeah, because my joints also hurt a lot. You're putting a lot of strain in your yeah. body, you know, it's it's a different type of beast. Yeah, I like it. Like I'll, I want to go back to it a bit but I'm never, like I will never go like full bodybuilder like and make that my sport per se. Sure. Like it definitely is. Like I enjoy like the whole science and like the study of it and like working on a program, going through a program. But like it's not like if I had a, an athlete that came to me, I would love, and and they were just a hundred percent compliant and like did what I said. I'd love to do that and take them on that journey. But it's, it it's a slow, it's a slow, yeah. long yeah. process. You know, if you're doing it properly. Yeah, because I was thinking about like when I was training, like I showed you like the before and after, like of a month of training with my friend, and she wants to like kind of lose weight, build a butt, that type of stuff, you know. And I was like thinking about like comparing that like my buddy who came in who wanted to like build muscle, and like, we made really good strength gains and whatnot. But I was just like, man, like there really is like if you're trying to lose weight, whatnot, like that's like you're gonna notice those results like definitely like I feel like much sooner than if you're trying to like build muscle and gain weight per se, because like you have to, like you have to build the muscle, you know. Like, it's not like you're just like cutting calories, mm-hmm. you know? like it is mm-hmm. much like slower process to obtain mm-hmm. especially like in the beginning it's all neural gains for the most part too, yeah you know yeah so it's just kind of something to something to notice i guess yeah and for sure um so yeah i don't know how we got on that point i don't even yeah i don't what the fuck were we even talking I mean, about i don't we, know uh segue from bioenergetics i think my question yeah so um but yeah we we're talking about our own fitness i don't know yeah i can't remember the origin of that but um i don't know do you have anything else to add to that no, that was kind of that was kind of it. I just wanted to have that question about what you thought about like running if it was my own training. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. So like circuits, you know, it's I I, I would say jujitsu is most related to like exercise wise, like more like circuits where high intensity, low intensity, or maybe like hit training more specifically. That can help for like your lactate threshold though. Yeah, know? so it'll help with your lactate threshold, but um. It, it's the good building blocks to then transition into more of like a one and a half mile straight run. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. Like, I think like once I transition to like the, the running part, like I think I'll, I'll come in fairly conditioned. You know? Yeah. I won't come in out you, of shape. Yeah, you'll have a better base to work from than like not doing any kind of yeah. cardio at all. Yeah, because I remember I was doing those quarter mile like repeats. Uh, mm-hmm. I was telling you I was doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's obviously translates more directly, um, but there's just I don't think I can put that in my program at this point right now. Especially since yeah. I, I feel confident with running, I'll get there anyways. So yeah, I'll just leave it out for now. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I think that's it there. Um, for our own fitness thing, uh, a couple of things like uh, somewhat fitness related. 
or fitness related, but um, not like specifically programming and whatnot. I signed up. I signed us up for a thing, um, <laughs> for a podcast related. Um, Spotify just I don't know. They just sent me an email, and it was this. It's called this next Spotify Next Wave, and um, it was just for like uh, podcasters who are like in school or like just coming out of school or whatever. Um, as the name tells, Next Wave. So it's a digital, I don't know if you're, I think it's available, like, because it's digital, whenever, but I think it's available to us December 4th, but it's like a master class, like a digital master class thing, you know, like, I'm sure you've seen, like, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, commercials for those, like, the master class things, and, like, teach you more about just, like, podcasting and whatnot, so I thought that'd be interesting. So, um, December 4th, that's available, I don't even know when that is. Um, just, to, just to learn more about podcasting, and they said, oh, like, put specific um, questions regarding podcasting. I thought the number one thing is just like how to market your podcast and like have more people watch it. Cause I feel like just rifting and talking and whatnot, like, you know, I feel like it's pretty easy. We know what we're doing there. It's just like getting it heard. Yeah. So I don't know who the fuck even listens. To these. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone really. Yeah. Um, and I, I try and put them on my, on my Instagram page and whatnot, but like, uh, I don't know, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even have that many followers to start with, so it's like whatever. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, um, that doesn't really transition well. I'll talk about that later. Um, I talked to you about this right before we started, but I um, in regards to my PT business, I thought it would be a good idea to sign up for the local chamber of commerce, just to kind of get some connections or whatever, you know, um, for business and whatnot, and then they. they they sent. It took forever for them to finally send the welcome pack, and then I finally got it. And there was all these different things of what they're gonna do, and and like different networking mixers and whatnot. And literally none of it's panned out like at all. I'm I'm so upset. I can't remember how it was like at least a couple hundred bucks I paid to join, and I'm getting like zero benefit out of it. What I thought I, this was a pretty good idea. And let me know. Uh, is for like workplace wellness is like becoming much more of a thing. Like. In regards to like uh, employee insurance and um, just you know that all that type of thing and just having more healthy uh, employees, I was like, okay, so how can I transition that? So I was like, why don't I reach out to all like the chamber members and just offer that as like um, a workplace wellness kind of program? I was like, because because um. I'm a pretty unique situation where I have like personal training certification, I have my group back certification, and also my health coaching certification. So I was like, I could do any one, any three of those, like one-on-one PT with um, people or as a group kind of setting with all your employees, or if you don't really want to do more of the fitness route and just work on just wellness, which I think is important too, especially in this time, um, to offer that too. And so I went through and got all the emails of all the people. It was like a hundred different people. Sent them out. And dude, I swear, like almost a quarter of them were invalid. Or like, you know, just didn't go through or whatever. And then of all the other ones, zero people got back to me. I was like, God damn it, bro. (laughs) This is so fucking annoying. And then like I, I emailed the people at the chamber and they're like, I was like, do you have, like, an updated email list or whatever? I like, no, that's what we have. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I made this whole, like, flyer thing to put on their Facebook page. 
and literally like one person liked it. I was like, who the fuck is even looking at this? <laughs> it's just like, ugh. Yeah. I thought this would be such a good idea. It's just like not panning out. Well, I feel like it's, I feel like it's because of COVID. Cause like, is there normally supposed to be events? Yeah, there's normally like events they have, but none of those are going on right now. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I should have just known this from the jump that things aren't probably going um, as normal because of that. But I was just like so gung ho, and I was like, "Fuck it up." But um, yeah, I wish they would have let me know beforehand. Like, hey, yeah. we're not going to be having these things like anytime soon. And uh, it's just it's just frustrating, you know. I wish um, that was going better. But anyways, that that's that. Next, I'm getting a sauna, which is pretty lit. I told you right before. But, um, that's I'm what so, I miss about the YMCA. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, that's one of the biggest things I miss about the YMCA is um, no sauna. Because, I mean, the if you're not familiar, the the benefits of the heat shock, heat, uh, heat shock proteins from extreme heat that you get in a sauna is, is extremely good for recovery. And, uh, you know, that kind of ties into what we were talking to before is recovery. I think for both of us, recovery is a kind of a struggle. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to have that um, available at my house. If you want to use it, let me know. Uh, but it, it's almost even better than having it at the Y because from what I've heard in regards to the sauna, I don't know if you heard differently, is that I, I, I would always use it um, like right after my workouts because it's just easy. It's right there. You can just go and do it. But I've heard what's better is you do your workout, you recover bring your heart rate down and your your body heat down and let those metabolic processes happen and like let those functions happen um eat your food or whatever and then like three four hours later hit the sauna and um that'll actually improve the benefits of it even more have you heard a similar thing i've heard something yeah i haven't heard heard much into it but i've I've heard that before like it would be optimal to to wait yeah and not do it immediately after But it was just kind of, you know, challenging, you know, logistically at the Y because you'd have to go back two different times. and Shower just, two times. Yeah, it's just like, I don't I don't care that much about showering, but just like the back and forth kind of thing. I was like, uh, do I, how much of a benefit are you really yeah. getting out of it to make it worth it driving over here again? But if I have my house, you know, yeah. perfect. Just, you know, jump in there and do it. So I'm pretty excited about that. We got like a... Um, a do your own kind of one, like put it all together. And the problem with that one is that they didn't give an outside shell, like not shell, but I mean sort of a shell, but like wood paneling to put on the outside. Cause you'd have the in the inside paneling and then the, the wrap thing to insulate it. But then that would just be exposed. Mm-hmm. You didn't have any paneling to put on the outside. Yeah. And my, me and my dad were like, what the fuck? What? Is this how it's supposed to be? Yeah. And, and then we like contacted the people and they're like, yeah, it's, it's meant to be like go down in a, like a basement or something. I was like, who the fuck has a basement around here? <laughs> um, so we were like, no, this is not going to work. So we sent that one back and then we got a new one. It's coming. So I'm excited about nice. that. Um, yeah. And then did I talk about the men's milk and men's basketball you're, team last time? You talked a little bit about that last time. Yeah, still trying to make that work. The problem is right now is they don't have a, um, a head coach. And I guess the team can't work out until they have a head coach. 
So I'm like, fuck, bro. Yeah. I need this so bad. Because if, if that goes through, then I can just quit the camp. Because um, I don't really want to be doing that anymore. And I, yeah, this is the second time I've referenced that. But we'll come back to it again because it kind of ties in the current events better. Um, so I can just quit that because I'm kind of sick of that. It's just getting really boring and stale. And then, um, and then just do that. Um, make considerably more money, and it'll be way more fun because we're, you know, like the bioenergetics and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff that we're more interested in. Um, be able to do that. So I'm really hoping that goes through soon because it's stressing me out. The lady was like so gung ho. I was talking to her on the phone. And she's like, "Yeah, like next week, send me an email with like pricing." I even called you because I was like, I-, "I don't know how to go about yeah. this." On like pricing and then um, how you would structure it and like what you go over with the kids and whatnot. I'm sure, you like, could have shot like Jan or uh, Kelly an email too. About like, what do you mean? About like, oh, just like how to go yeah. about the program. Yeah, because Kelly's well, mentioned that before, I think, for at least for like stuff like health coaching. Like she said, like, you know, reach out to me about like. I might do that for health coaching related stuff because I, I think I want to expand upon that because I haven't really done anything yeah. with the certification. I mean, you can reach out to them for like, I don't fuck with Jan though. Not because of the whole program. Yeah, she sucks. I, I like her. Person, I like her. She's cool, but I, that she's a terrible teacher too. Did we have the class together that she taught? Um, I can't even remember the, oh, name the, of the class. elderly one. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, we talked about it. That was pretty laxed. Yeah, it was laxed, but like, I mean, she would be. You could tell she did not do any type of preparation before coming in to teach those. Uh, she was just kind of reading off the slides and there was like multiple times throughout the year i mean it was long ago i couldn't really tell you exact examples but like where she just said like blatantly wrong stuff and i was just like what the fuck remember, <laughs> do you remember we'd both look at each other and we we're like what the fuck are you I, about? I do remember that class being like kind of like just like a formality to go through and yeah i got no I mean, there's some little bit of stuff i got that out class of. was a checking off the box type of class yeah, I mean, during the semester, I was okay with it, though. Yeah, yeah, but I was just like, I don't even think she's that good of a professor, and then, uh, so I, I, I signed up for my uh, my classes for my last semester, this com- upcoming semester, and my registration date was the 20th, and by then, uh, 3.32 was completely full, and then um, fitness management was at 4.69, mm-hmm. there was one person on the waiting list. I was like, if I don't get into these goddamn fucking classes. Wait, your registration date wasn't even. It was. It was November twentieth. And they were full. But you were supposed to be a senior. How was How was that work? I know. I, so I fucking emailed the um department, the department email, and I explained the situation. I was like, I tried to get into four sixty nine last spring. I'm trying again now. There's one person on the wait list, and then um three thirty two. all four classes are completely full. I was like, look, I tried to get in this class before. I wasn't able to. If I don't get in these classes, it's going to be super upsetting because I've already spent a ton of money here. I have good grades, good standing in the program. I'm a fucking senior. And these are the, these are the last I'm – I'm, I'm in the other three classes. These are the last two classes I need to get into to be done. And I can't actually take these two classes – or I can't take I can't take um 489D mm-hmm. if I don't get into these two classes because mm-hmm. it has to be your last class. Yeah. It's just this convoluted fucking yeah, s- yeah. step by step like you got to do this that and the other. Yeah. You know. And I, I dude, I 
the most passive aggressive fucking email ever. I was like, you better get me into these fucking classes. Yeah. Because 469 is only a spring class, so I can't do it in the fall. And I'm not waiting a whole nother spring, a whole basically a whole nother year taking next spring. Yeah. It's it's just a fucking mess. Yeah. You think you think they'd look out for people that are in my situation where I you know, I've 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 tried to get in the class before, I'm a senior good grades like i said before it's a fucking mess i yeah i just can't stand it yeah it's so frustrating i'm still waiting for an email back and i don't even know who the department chair is now because it's not jan because i went on to the faculty yeah, no, thing it's not well she stepped down like the last semester or she went back to teaching like when, when yeah and she wasn't the faculty chair when we were taking her classes she wasn't no she wasn't the department. i, chair. I don't know who it is because last time i had problems um at the beginning of last semester in the fall I contacted her because I was like, I don't know who else is in charge. But this time I went on the faculty list and there was actually a chair, but that person was under sports psychology. So I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense, right? Because we're under fitness, and there, but there was no other chair available. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know who to even fucking contact here. Yeah. It's it's a racket. But anyways, I got off topic. What was I saying? What was I talking about? Um, that, that came from the uh, Millikens basketball team, I believe. How did I make that? <laughs> How did I make oh that? no, you were like, oh, you should contact. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Kelly or Jan. Yeah, yeah. So I don't fuck with Jan, but I might, I might reach out to uh, Kelly. Kelly was cool. Yeah. Um, and she, she and re- had her kid. Who else was having a kid? Oh, uh, Alan Carter. Alan Carter. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So I might reach out to her about um, doing like a health coaching program, because um. You know, like I put together my my free four week um, body weight program on my website, just for anyone that signs up on the website. And right now, I'm recording my eight week uh, single kettlebell program that I'm putting together. Um, but I want to go more health coaching related stuff on there too. So I want to put that together on like smart goals, setting all that kind of stuff. A more a more do it yourself type of thing. But then I'll also have like a like a plant like a a uh, like a program ran through myself, not a program, but like a um, basically like personal training, but but health coaching, yeah. kind of like through me more, more guided as opposed to do it yourself. And um, yeah, and then like I, like I said, I wanted to I want to do more of that workplace wellness stuff, but just sending that email out into the ether did not work very well. And so I was thinking of how to how to go about that better. I was like. The best way I would I was thinking is probably t- like contacting like like the head HR person um, of like a company because they would probably deal with that t- sort of stuff and then work it through them. But I was like I don't even know how to make those connections and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So maybe Kelly would be able to help out with that. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, men's milk and basketball team. I hope that goes through because like I said, I'd be able to quit the other one because I'm sick of that and move on to bigger and better things but anyways um okay you want to get on the topic of the day what time yeah. dude we're already 43 minutes jesus christ um dude i need to pee i drink too much coffee right. you want you want to you want to just set it up the jeff nippard video yeah sure and then i'll be back sorry i really gotta pee dude <laughs> <laughs> no you're good so the uh the topic is on uh jeff nippard's uh fumble it's fine um he recently was having on like this power building uh, hybrid program, power building slash hypertrophy, but a little bit 
face towards um, or geared towards power power um, powerlifting, I guess. Yeah, um, and he's just kind of talking about like, can you build? Can you get bigger and stronger um, simultaneously? Um, and it's just kind of talking about like he you know referenced uh, various studies and whatnot because um, traditionally like you know going through the kinesiology program and as a trainer you kind of hear like the typical uh, strength rep ranges are one to five and then for hypertrophy it's generally uh, you can say like eight to twelve or anywhere from six to fifteen and then for endurance it's fifteen plus Ooh, plus <laughs> damn fifteen plus twelve plus um, something more like that it's kind of like the traditional rigid sense of things. Um, but like this whole like video and whatnot that he was kind of, um, talking about was just, can you do both at the same time in regards to strength and hypertrophy? Um, and it's kind of something that, uh, I think we've kind of like studied or known or like it's, it's well, right now I'd say it's like kind of one of the hotter topics, you know, Greg Doucette's talking about it. People in fitness talk about it right now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, from just studying it for a while and, um, listening to like people like Mike Isertel, like I feel like you and I like kind of already got a good understanding. Like we talked about before we started this podcast, like we already kind of hashed it out a little bit. Um, and it's kind of already got to the bottom of it, but we'll go over Yeah, it just again. introduce it to you guys, you know? Yeah. Whoever's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so yeah, getting bigger and stronger. What's the verdict? Just off the rip, what do you say? Sure. Well, basically, uh, Yes, you can do both, but if you're trying to get as strong as possible, then you need strength as specific. You need to uh, lift in those rep ranges and focus on recovery. Um, and then if you want to uh, get stronger and bigger, you can. Um, but if you're trying to also get bigger, which is hypertrophy, then you also need to be wary of uh, how much high-intensity, low rep work you're doing because the uh, you will get bigger with it. But the trade-off is it is very uh, fatiguing, um, and then fatigue can be a limiting factor or whatnot. Um, so that's where you work in some higher volume work as well, because volume volume is also a good driver of hypertrophy, as is intensity. So yeah, hundred percent. So you know what he kind of talks about in the video is like the textbook answer is like strength is that like one to five rep range, hypertrophy is that six to twelve, and then endurance is that twelve plus. And you know it's a very like textbook answer, but it's a little bit more in depth of that, because like I I always think about Isertel, he kind of always talks about you can get hypertrophy anywhere from that range of like 6 to 30, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, research has shown that, that that's possible. Um, but if you're if you're going by this graph, and I like how he also talks about like Instagram infographs, those like, like simpleton, like trying to just um, make a very complex con- concept and like this simple just little Instagram post is like based upon – that kind of thing, you'd have like a just a like a like a standard kind of bell curve, where um, at the low rep ranges you'd have very low hypertrophy, and that like 10 to 12 is where your peak hypertrophy is, and then it would go back down, and make that bell curve at like the high ranges like 20 to 30, very low hypertrophy. But what it really shows, and he showed the ref the um what, the study he referenced is actually from the researcher Greg Knuckles, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. And it actually shows um, that there's really no correlation between um, rep range and hypertrophy. And it was actually that actually showed that there was um, evidence that there was high mus- muscle hypertrophy in all different rep ranges. What's most so, important, I'm so, like, is 
approaching failure, right? Just that, that's the most stim- like that's the most stimulating reps is yeah, as you said, approach failure. Yes, that's that's what he said. Is as long as you're, um, yeah, essentially what you're saying is as long as you're doing that, then you'll you'll be getting um, hypertrophy. Um, what else did I want to say about that? Oh, the only thing he said is like what's not going to induce growth is growth in um, is 20%, any kind of exercise, if you're doing like 20% or less of your one rep max, um, you're not really going to be inducing much growth because then you're just really high rep range. You're going to go way above like that 30 reps. So you're probably more likely to get like a cardio workout than you are. Yeah, essentially you're turning into cardio, right? Um, You're going to be like 50 50 plus reps most likely um, depending on the exercise, you know? With a squat or like compound like a squat, you're probably going to be getting more rep range or higher rep range as opposed to maybe like a bicep curl but 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 like really high repetitions and that's turning to cardio and um a lot of people don't really understand that because what i've noticed is when i teach my my boot camp classes is people think that movements like a squat or a deadlift or whatnot are always strength based and then things like jumping jacks and like mount climbers or whatever is cardio, mm-hmm. but it's a boot camp class, so it's all cardio, right? It's it doesn't matter your exercise selection, it's it's your 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 rep ranges essentially. So I, I don't do it by rep ranges because that makes it challenging programming when you have a shitload of people. So I do it by by time, but you know I'll do time intervals of like forty five seconds, and you know you do mul- you do multiple rounds of that, you know anywhere from like three to what I don't know six seven eight rounds you know so your rep rate your rep ranges are extremely high and not a lot of rest too and but people still think it's like strength exercises it's like no this is all just cardio like it doesn't matter the movement you're doing um so yeah because the I, load is so low yeah yeah you know you're you're squatting with like maybe a, like 15 20 pound dumbbell or whatever you know I mean, in theory, you're getting, you are getting stronger. Like there is a stimulus, but it's not. Like, yeah, especially not, for those type of people that like. For those type of people, yes. Aren't, aren't doing anything, and they're going to something. You know, you're yeah. gonna have some. You know, they're um, eking it out. They're getting some. Yeah, they're getting some kind of strength gains from it, but it's pretty minimal. Otherwise, if you were a ser- somewhat serious. Yeah, if you have any type of uh, um, background strength you, training. Yeah, it's you, cardio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just want to explain that because there's just a misunderstanding of that. Um, what else here do I want to talk about? So yeah, like I said, my, my personal opinion is like you can get hypertrophy in any of those kind of rep ranges. Like is like Isertel, he kind of put it into into uh, a more understandable kind of thing for me is that anywhere from 5 to 30, you're going to get any hypertrophy. Um, and it's important to do all these rep ranges. Did you talk about that before I came back? Is I didn't it, mention the difference. No, I mean it also it, like, it, depends on like your genetic predispositions that you might be favored towards one. But also even if not, like if you're generally like, you get the best growth at ten to twelve, but like you'll still like your uh, slower twitch muscle fibers will get some will also grow at that like that thirty plus range. So you can also yeah. eke out some growth of those fibers. Yeah, if you touch on that as well. Yeah, that's kind of why like, like I kind of mentioned like that guy Coach Kasem before like the N one. I've, I've, I've mentioned him. I've definitely mentioned to people that not, I don't talk about him too much, but like his company's called like 
N one training because like they like 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 the you know like when you do like a study like N is equal mm-hmm. like the participants yeah and, like it so it's N one because like they want to be ultra specific for like that one individual yeah so like that's like with ourselves like we do it too like we kind of like um, auto regulate and fine tune the programming so it fits us really well where we yeah. get good mu- muscle connections where we get good pumps blah 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 like what rep ranges and whatnot but like, you also can do that with your clients too. You know, I can see like which works out for them, but the, but not neglect the other stuff because they're also going to see gains here. Yeah. It might not be as big of a piece of the pie as like the rest of the program, but you also should address that for the optimal gains. Hundred percent, yeah. I agree. I think Isertel generally says that fifty um, percent of your training should be in that mid range, and then like twenty five in the lower, and then mm-hmm. twenty five in the higher. But everyone's different. Yeah. Uh, genetically based and um i think that's a great rule of thumb that's a great rule yeah. of thumb to go go from and um i implemented that and also makes it easier for programming because then you know you, you do your, your heavier stuff in the beginning of the week and your lighter stuff um towards the end of the week and just kind of reducing um injury possibilities mm-hmm. and um i think that's just a, a smart way to start it from and you you're gonna be getting you're gonna get beginning stronger um, a little bit because you're getting those those lower rep ranges, but you're also gonna be getting bigger because um, you're you're putting that metabolic stress. So yeah, that that's one um one interesting thing he talked about like what induces growth in that low rep range is the mechanical tension, which is um well yeah me- mechanical and t- uh, mechanical tension, and then in the higher rep range is gonna be more metabolic stress stress, and then both of them is somewhere kind of in the middle, and you have those middle rep ranges. But that's, I believe, what what's his face uh, Meadows was talking about when we went over that a couple weeks ago is like the most important things. Yeah, activation, mechanical tension, and exhausting muscle fibers. So yeah, metabolic stress is basically exhausting muscle fibers. I have, so, a, I have a question. I was hoping you could help me out. Like I, yeah. Um, uh, like the three primary drivers of hypertrophy: mechanical tension, muscle damage, and uh, metabolic stress. Right. But what's – well, he said – that's what he said. But yeah. like I've heard like uh, – I think it's Isertel and also Brett Contreras says it's muscle I – I believe it's muscle damage, mechanical tension, and metabolic stress. But what's the difference between metabolic – or no, uh, mechanical tension? Is, is that load – or is that stretch under load? Is that what mechanical tension is? Yeah. Yeah. And, but like that's – when you're stretch under load like that, that's also when muscle damage happens as well though, right? Like, it's, like they're pretty closely yeah. related, right? But it also depends yeah. on the exercise, right? Yeah. Because um, I was just thinking I, about like what exercises, like for example, like the RDL, like that's a very like eccentric, eccentric dominant like stretch, stretch like under yeah, like a lot of mechanical yeah. tension on that. Yeah. One. But all, which induces a lot of muscle damage. So I was just trying to think of the relationship between mechanical tension and muscle damage. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't really know. So I just Google mechanical tension is defined as overloading force to the muscle fibers. So it's not okay. So it's, just, it's related to heavy lifting as bigger weights actually increase tension. But that, um, that's kind of is stretch under load as well, right? Overloading the, the muscle fibers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Resulting in greater pulling forces. Against I'm just trying muscle. to get like really dial so in the So metabolic difference. stress doesn't require that doesn't cause as much muscle damage. Well, yeah, I think it does because then more metabolic stress. Well, it's accu- accumulating more, metabolites. That's like yeah, which breaks down muscle fiber. Yeah. Mechanical tension does that a different way where it literally almost kind of like pulls like the circle mirrors apart and gets that mu- so that, that tear. Uh, so I think you get 
the muscle damage from both. So it's just different. I mean, I was thinking like like a mechanical uh, muscle damage on top, and then like it kind of comes off into mechanical tension and metabolic stress. That's you know, I might be bullshitting you right now, but from what I understand, yeah, that's kind of. I, I, I can look it up. I have notes on that. I'm gonna look that up just to get better understanding. But like, they're all so closely related. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of how I would explain it. Because um, you have like. Yeah, the, the, the tearing of the muscle fibers directly from mechanical tension, but then you have the de, uh, what's it, denatur- denaturing of, of protein, um, fuck, the words, the words, the protein, um, what the fuck, like the protein, fi- not fibers, but, um, filaments? No, just the pro, <laughs> I can't think of the proper word, um, the denaturization of just the proteins, we'll just say the proteins, uh, from the metabolic stress, which then, you know, once you recover and do all that stuff, it rebuilds and makes it stronger. Jaw feel? Mm-hmm. That's how I, that's how I would explain it. Um, yeah, how did we get to that point? I don't remember. Uh, I don't know, drivers of hypertrophy or whatnot. Yeah, in dri- relation oh, yeah. to rep ranges and whatnot. Yeah, so yeah, low range is that mechanical tension versus high rep is the metabolic stress. Um, yeah, I think that's it there. So, uh, just one thing to note that, that I remember Jeff Kevley, or not Jeff Kevley, Jeff Nippard saying about like his power building program is like he's felt like he has like the, like his best like erector development that he's had. Mm-hmm. Like, like I saw a picture and it, like it was like like the lats just feed into the erectors and they like, like super like. Super good, you yeah. Know? And I was like, I kind of miss like deadlifting because it is a really satisfying exercise to be programming. You know, it is very satisfying. I haven't deadlifted in a really long time. Neither have I. And I'm not but you know what's also really satisfying? I've been doing a lot of clean jerks, and those are super satisfying. When you like hit, like you pull up and you just get the perfect catch and like lift it up. Um, I'm coming to enjoy that a lot more, and it's pretty rewarding. Like I, I think I said this before the podcast, but like. Uh, it was kind of brutal getting back into, into lifting and like I had zero power development, uh, or force production rather. Um, just cause of the muscle fiber changes, you know, and I'm starting to build that back up and I'm back to like, I hit a, a 160 single clean and jerk and that felt pretty good. Like I was, and you know, what was, what was funny about that too is actually I went for one rep and I, I, you know, like I, I, you know, had triple extension the shrug and I was like about to do it and drop underneath it and I just wasn't feeling it I was like oh fuck I don't know and I just like gave myself a second reset went for it again and just like stuck it on the second go and yeah that was pretty cool um so just uh, yeah finding those lifts that are satisfying yeah. it's uh it's it's a uh, it's fun to do um anything else we want to talk about with this mm-hmm. one of the things is actually I want to talk about is he talked about strength being a specific skill so if you want to like really optimize your strength I think I heard you talking about this right when I got back is um, to really optimize it you you don't want to be doing those high ranges you want to you want to get very specific with it and that's what a lot of people forget about weightlifting it's it's a, or just exercise in general it's a skill and there's lots of different skills within that um, weightlifting being one of them, and you can even break weightlifting into different types of skills. Like, you have the powerlifting, you have the Olympic lifting, 
you have like bodybuilding type of lifting um, and then there's all different other types of skills in regards to fitness like cycling is a particular skill running is a particular skill swimming and so um, this is just general to get both strength and hypertrophy because I mean 99% of dudes that work out that's like what they want right either to lose weight or to get stronger and bigger but to really optimize for a particular thing um, this this wouldn't be the best thing to do but just for general fitness which is like most people uh, I think this is good good information um yeah that's it for the topic Any, anything else to talk about I don't think so so that's it we'll go to what time are we at we're an hour yeah we can go through these real quick um yeah, real quick, we'll talk about current events. Uh, first one is the Dr. Mike Isertel merch. We were talking about this before. We're talking about cop, and I think I think I'll get one of those. Um, so first one, well, the, the whole thing is just like called um, Full Rom Apparel. He has one that's Team Full Rom. I I kind of want to get both because like wearing that uh, to the gym would be hilarious. Because not going to the gym for so long, just from the triathlon training, I forgot just how fucking terrible people are at the gym. Um, yeah, it's dude, funny when you watch people. Dude, this was wild. I was at one of the squat racks. Um, you know how the, the Y set up right now? They have the two squat racks right next to each other, and then they have the one that was up used to be upstairs off to the side. Mm. And so I was on the, on the right side one um, squat rack, and there was a guy. I, I knew off the rip this guy had no idea what he's doing because he just walked in. He went straight over to the um, the squat bar, um, the one off to the side, and there was like a five-pound plate on each side for whatever reason, and he just literally, he didn't do any type of warm-up. He just walked up to it and just got underneath the bar and like started doing some reps, and they weren't even like half reps, dude. Like, I mean, they were just atrocious. Minimal knee break? Yeah, m- minimal. <laughs> say, yeah, yeah, say at least. Um, Almost doing calf raises type thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was just doing my thing. I was just watching. And then um, he took the fives off, and then he put 45s on. And um, he, those those were atrocious, too. He was just had no type of depth. And um, he was <laughs> he was off balance, actually. He, he, like, went down, didn't even break, break halfway, and was off balance. I was like, oh, I got to keep an eye on this guy. When you mean I, halfway, do you mean like quarter squats? Like yeah, quarter squats. Yeah, just didn't, like didn't even get there. Like well, he was getting he was getting like quarter squats. Like they, yeah. they were just bad, yeah. right? And he was off balance doing those. And then I was like, I got to keep my eye on my on this guy. But I but I was doing a set, so I couldn't. And uh, he didn't clip the bar. He was off balance. Plate fell off, slid off the side, and just you know <laughs> you know that whole thing, right? And just like there was not that many people there because it was a Saturday. And he just like kind of just played it off and like was like, did anyone see that? I saw the whole fucking. Well, I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw, I saw the um, you know, Jeez, the dude. bar going all How crazy. Old is this guy? He, that's the thing. He was older too. He was like late twenties, early thirties. Um, I was like, homie, bro. Just ask someone to and, teach you our YouTube or something. Yeah, do something, bro. Yeah. When the plate falls off the the uh, off the bar, there's a problem, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh Jesus Christ! And then get this. He puts another plate on. <laughs> this guy had two plates on. Uh, and then uh, and then he 
And, and this is even wilder. He put a bench behind him, and then he wasn't even he wasn't hitting the, the bench. He wasn't even going to the depth. He was doing the, box. He was doing box spots <laughs> without the, without in the box. <laughs> I was like, this man is insane. <laughs> wow. I, I was like, that's the one thing I missed from the gym is just dummies gym, like that. Gym that fuckery. Yeah. Gym fuckery to the max. Yeah. I should have been recording. I just I just uh, I was shook, bro. You should have helped, bro, out. I was about to say something. I was just like, I don't know. I don't like. I hate. Yeah. I hate when people come up and, me I know, and start saying but stuff. Like, but um, I know I get, feel that. But like, are you really gonna let him go in his, off in his uh, life? Like, you know, do squats like that. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's a weird moral question. I yeah. don't know. Do you know. I just like, I just don't feel like I. Would I just j- don't feel obligated to say anything anymore. Yeah, I don't really care. But it's just like. If you care to, if you care to know, you'll reach out to someone that knows what's doing, or like you said, YouTube. You just have no excuse nowadays. Yeah. There's just so much information out there. You have yeah. no excuse. So if you're doing that, then you obviously don't really care. And then if I say something, you're probably just gonna get all upset about it or just blow me off. This, that, and the other. Yeah. So and it's just a big ego hit because like if you're and. With him, there's just so many things going wrong. It's not just like, hey, you just got to do like this one little fix. You need to work on your hip mobility, your ankle mobility. You need to do some body weight squats, hip proper depth, this, that, and the other. There isn't there isn't just like one simple fix, you know? Yeah. So it's like it's just a whole project, and it's just like I don't care to uh, put myself into that um, problem. But yeah, anyways, that whole story, you know, team full rom, and then the partial reps don't count, and then in the funny font, the more you know. That's it's pretty good march, man. That's pretty good. I might actually have to get both. Um, next is uh yeah, gyms are closing back down indoor activities, and this is affecting my gym, cause we weren't able to do the full full um, boot camp classes inside, but we were able to do the um, small group training. So get this, we were doing small group training, ten people, all wearing masks, six feet apart, and that is now just strictly prohibited. Can't do it at mm-hmm. all. But they do the boot camp classes outside, and there's like 20 to 40 people a class, and we have to do circuits because um, people are stealing dumbbells, basically. So they don't allow any of the clients to go get them and bring them across the street to the parking lot where we're working out. We have to set it all up. So people are all and you know, we're in like a 20-slot kind of area, like um, parking lots, parking spots, and you know, or everyone's just around each other. No one's wearing masks. Or a few people do. And touching all the equipment, you know, you're spraying down. But it's just like, how is this allowed? <laughs> and we can't do inside with all these necessary precautions. It doesn't make any goddamn sense, right? Yeah, no. It's crazy. So now I'm not able to do the small group training and make that money. Because you make significantly more because you make commission off those. And now I can only do the boot camp classes. And I have no idea how long this is going to last. So I'm just thinking like, and now I'm thinking like, why am I even working there? Because I, I started there just to get to the small group training classes. Yeah. That's all I was trying to do. I was like, I'm going to do these, kind of just suck it up, and then eventually get to those and make make way more money. Now I can't even do that. So I'm like, I'm almost considering just quitting, even if I don't get this um, milk and basketball team gig, because they're just slacking. It's just, and the classes are so boring so fucking boring so i do it two times a week and i do tuesdays and fridays and both those days are leg days so i'm just like trying to come up with two different workouts every week for just legs that's and it's just so fucking boring (laughs) 
Um, brutal. Um, so yeah, gyms are just constantly getting fucked, and um, that sucks. COVID, you know. <laughs> um, next thing, did you see this? Do you follow Steffi Cohen on um, on Instagram? Mm-mm. So you know that um, that it's a couple and they're photographers. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like a ring. It's like almost like a orangutan, but it's like a little bit different. A ring of something. Are you familiar? No. You probably know about it. I bring it up here. Um, but essentially, it's like this couple, and they're like they do like photo shoots, and like their whole thing is just like chicks that just have banging ass bodies, super tan, oiled up. Where's your your Wi-Fi? I guess it's my data, huh? I'm connected to your Wi-Fi. I don't even know how to spell it, actually. I'm terrible. I should have been, should have been better prepped. Anyways, Steffi Cohen. She, you know, she's a she's a she's a um, a world record powerlifter. This, that, and the other. And she's not really known for like doing that kind of Instagram, yeah, um, thirst trapping type of. Uh, photo shoots, you know, that a lot of girls do, and but she but she did one. It wasn't like super revealing or anything, but you know, it was like much more like feminine type of thing than she normally does, and she looked real good. I was like, damn. And then and then I felt so bad because like a week later, you know how they show you like impressions and stuff on Instagram, like how many likes, how many impressions, mm-hmm. this and the other, and like a week before she did that photo shoot thing. She put out a book, and she just basically compared the numbers of like her book versus the photos of her with the orangutan or whatever people, and it, it just it's, it upset me. It upset me. I'll be honest, because it was just like obviously the one with her just with her ass out was just like insane, like way more numbers. And then she like the caption she was like you know basically kind of just talked about it, and this is something we kind of talked about with just. Instagram fitness being taken over by like hot chicks who don't really know that much about fitness, but then like they just kind of you know suck up all the uh, press. Yeah, just like you know they they just basically pose in bikinis and whatnot, and then like be like, oh yeah, here's my fitness program too, and it's dog shit information, but they get all the attention because that's just like what social media is nowadays and then and then like legit doctor that Steffi Cohen is who knows what she's doing like she can't get the same type of uh interaction with people when she wrote like a whole ass book it just it just kind of bummed me out you know yeah it's just it's just the problem with fitness yeah on Instagram which we talked about before I don't know you have any other input on that yeah, I mean, that's just the way it is. That's what we talked about before. It is, it is what it is. And it just, yeah. I, I don't know, like, how do you, it's just, it's just nothing you can even really do. It's just, it's just kind of upsetting that, that that's the case. And I thought I'd just bring it up at least. Um, all right. Um, two, two more things. The McGregor, so your boy McGregor, he's, he's fighting. What are your thoughts on that? Pretty stoked on it. We'll see. You think, you think he's gonna be Poirier for a second time? I think he should. I mean, who knows what we'll get? You know, 
Like he's been so inconsistent over the past couple of years, like in terms of like fighting, fighting. active, yeah, actively, actively, yeah. you know. So yeah, but you know what's interesting? Interesting is he he keeps pushing. At first, I thought it was kind of like just like a whatever thing, but his McGregor Fast program, yeah, the fighter aerobic slash anaerobic systems of training, and he's been pushing out a lot more and like. And he looks like in pretty good shape in his last few. He's looking pretty yoked. Yeah, well. he's looking thick, like you know his broad ass shoulders and chest, and looking pretty vascular, you know. Um, but I thought that was uh, interesting that he has like his whole training program. I wonder how much input he has in that, in regards to programming and whatnot, or if he just has. I don't think it's the, the name. You think he's just putting his name behind it? I mean, I think it's stuff that he does and whatnot. Like he's working with his team, but like I don't, like he's a, he's just not a fucking exercise scientist. Like I don't think he's like running the theory behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, but it sounds really good because like um, I'll just read the description. The Conor McGregor Fast Conditioning System is a zone-based workout program for ultimate performance. Conditioning program can be used as standalone training plan to achieve intense explosive power, ultimate speed, and endurance. All over conditioning or it can be incorporated into your existing sport specific training for an extra boost to take you to the next level so um you know that's that's cool because he's using like heart rate zones and you know aerobic anaerobic so you know at least it sounds like he's got a good team running it yeah it sounds like like very good like pro like programming around it where he's because i think we've talked about this past mma is a very interesting sport because it requires a lot metabolically from you um, you obviously have to have very good cardiovascular endurance, but also need to explode, um, whether that be for like a takedown, kicks, punches. Very well-rounded, requiring yeah. sport. Yeah, you need to be fast, but you also um, you need to have that anaerobic capacity. I, I've, everything's kind of a mixture in there. So keep pushing this kind of program. Like, I wish, I wish I had the... Obviously, this is a dumbass question or dumbass statement, but I wish I had like the reach that he had to to then put my own kind of program like this together and put it out there. That'd be super sick. Cause like I'm looking through this and it has, I mean, it's very in depth and like I'm talking about blood lactate levels and like that's what I'm talking about. Like it's not that's obviously not in like performance gains and stuff. It's like it's pretty in depth. Yeah. And any type of person who's like an athlete who like wants to get into it pretty would appreciate um, this. Yeah. Yeah, at least checking it out because he's hitting on all the different markers and it's like super sick. I think he just took that that rich money he has now and said, "Hey, give me the I want a good team around me. I want like the top sports scientists, you know, blah blah." And then he was, I think he was doing it for a while. And he said, "You know, like let's 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 sell this. You know, like, what I've been doing, what you guys have been having me doing. Let's sell. Let's put a program together. And let's sell this. Yeah, you know, it's like he, he yeah. If you read that, like someone who's like kind of studied uh, like exercise science or like I guess fitness, like." Uh, formally, like you can rec- we recognize like this is pretty good stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like I said, I was kind of I kind of thought it was just like bullshit at first, like when I first saw him kind of pushing it. Yeah, but no, it's, it's and good. It's, it's like twenty bucks a month, which is like really good. A ramp tests, I don't know exactly what that is, but fast zone calculator, probably just a heart rate, heart rate, it's just to calculate your heart rate zones, and then a custom workout schedule, fast TV. Probably just instructional videos and then articles. I saw his post the other day where he was like, Latissimus Dorsi. Did you see that? No. Oh, that's kind of funny. 
But I think he's pretty knowledgeable about this stuff. And then it's sponsored by Reebok, Concept2, and Food. I don't know. Like that, that one time I saw him post about like the uh, chin-ups or something when he like he pulled up like this. Like he's like, it's like your guard, you know. Like you ever seen that post? No. Uh, then I saw that post. I was like, shut your ass up. <laughs> well, this this is like blocking, right? Uh, no, I, mean, I was just like listening to him talk about it. like it was like a little bit of bro science. Uh -huh. But like it was in his accent, me had so much confidence, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll let you get with of that. <laughs> Is he still working with his boy? Um, John something? Yeah, what's his name? John something. Uh, I don't know, I'm looking forward to that fight, because, I don't know, MMA for me personally has been kind of boring lately. I haven't really been keeping track of it. There hasn't been too much big, like, real Dude, I, I just need, I just need, uh, what's his face, John Jones to fight um, Stipe or Nagano. So bad. You see how much weight he's put on? Uh, Jones, no, I haven't seen it, but I've seen some memes about it. Yeah, is he looking pretty thicky? I think he's like he made an Instagram post or a Twitter. Like, but I mean, he's going up to heavyweight, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but he like he had, like two forty or something like that. Two forty. And it was like I saw like some meme about like John Jones, like oh yeah, he's so big, and it was like somewhere like there was like a juice bottle in there. <laughs> John Jones, is it on his Insta? I don't know. What? Oh. Bony. It was like him underneath the bar of that one right there, that middle, second row. 240 never felt so good. Should be ready in the next few months. Um, Yeah, I mean, he's looking more like a heavyweight. I think he's doing the right things. Cameron Haynes. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, I mean, look at his back. Yeah. Yeah, dude, like... I think the thing is with that is like if he fights Nagano, which I, I want to see the most, is I feel like everyone's going to be like, oh, Nagano's just way bigger. Um, John Jones is going to have to just, you know, use a little bit more technique, boxing, and like outboxing. But like, he's. How, how big is Nagano? I have no idea. Does, does he cut, I think he actually cuts weight to make, to make heavyweight, which is like 265, right? I don't know. It's pretty interesting. Jones. No, too, heavyweight can't be that big in the uh, he heavyweight heavy limit. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, two sixty-five. Two hundred six to two sixty-five. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive Nagano cuts weight to make heavyweight. Damn. I'm almost positive he does. That's crazy. Uh, he said he was two forty. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. John Jones is going to be looking nice. He's going to be looking nice. I hope he fights Nangano. That would be sick. Yeah. Um, all right. La last thing here, and then we'll call it uh, World's Strongest Man 2020. It almost didn't happen just because of COVID and whatnot. But I don't even know, I don't know how to pronounce homie's name. Oleski. Oleski. No, Oleski. Novikov uh, won it, which is a big upset. So many people, so many big names weren't in it this year. Um, Thor. Because he was having problems with the World's Strongest Man people. Kind of stemming back to uh, the Eddie Hall thing, you know, that they had. Um, and they released that, and he didn't like that. He's been streaming now. He's been, he's been like, streaming on Twitch. And then um, Martin Lisi's, he is injured from a bunch of different stuff. But he was also, he also was in a car crash. He was on a bike, and he got hit by a car. And then Mateus, um, can't pronounce his name either. 
He's a big um, up-and-coming guy. I believe he had COVID. And then, um, yeah, so, like, a lot of big names were in it. So, a lot of people were expecting Brian Shaw. He was, like, the favorite to win. And I think he ended up coming, like, fourth. Pretty brutal. Pretty brutal loss for him. Um, I guess he's considering retirement now because he's had some pretty poor um, appearances in the World's Strongest Man and also in the Arnold Classic the last few years. And he's getting up there in age a little bit. So I guess he's been considering retirement, which would be unfortunate. But yeah, there I mean, there's still some pretty good guys in there like Robert Oberst and uh, Tom Stolman um, to give him a run for his money. But I mean, this guy... Um, I've seen him around. He always just kind of looked like a guy that, like, you know, he was good enough to make it but never win it. But he won it, so shout out to him. Um, but, you know, I think Martins Lisi's will be back next year. And then Mateus, I think one of those guys. I think they're uh, the favorites to win next year. So I'm looking for that. But, yeah, it almost didn't happen. I guess they were they're staying at the place that was happening at for, like, four, five, six days. And... Um, they were like not sure if it was gonna happen, and then they were finally able to do it. But they had to do it inside um, the hotel place they were staying. It was like a really weird uh, event. But anyways, shout out to him. Kind of sad for Brian Shaw. He's just a really good guy. He works really hard, so wanted to see him win. But yeah. All right. Anything else to add there? No, that's good. All right. A little bit longer one this time. Um, like I said at the beginning. We're hoping to have our boy Jaden on next time and more guests in the future. I'll have to figure that out, though. Maybe our boy uh, Elijah, maybe. He's, he looks like he's been killing it lately. Yeah. We'll talk to him. I'll talk to him in a while. But anyways, um, that's it for the Performance Academy podcast. This has been Zach. And your boy Josh. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace.